Blog Talk Radio. Sunday, November 5th, 2017. You're listening to the Sunday Triggered and Divided Podcast. As always, I'm Bobby Cuomo. Dylan here with Mr. Dylan Nave. What up? And Miss Lori Erkin. Hey. I'm back. <laughs> She's back, y'all. <laughs> oh, After so a long hiatus ourselves. Two weeks hiatus. Was it two weeks hiatus, guys? Three weeks? Uh, two. Two weeks. Yeah, two. Two, two weeks. We could do a 10-hour show and we'll be missed. It's, yeah. it's fucking crazy. I mean, everybody's always like, "What? where the fuck you guys at? Why didn't you do a show this week? Thank you guys for calling in and saying that, or messaging in and saying, hey, we missed you. We missed you, too. Well, here we are. Aww. We're doing a show, and we're doing it live. As always, live. live. And you can give us a call, 646-668-2950. If uh, you want to give us your hot take, once again, that phone number is 646-668-2950. Make sure to share us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, to all your dark web pedophile websites that you guys are <laughs> uh, Yeah, order a cheese uh, pizza. You know what we're talking about. Hold the walnut sauce. Right. Hold <laughs> the walnut sauce. Oh, my fucking God. You got to have the walnut sauce. <laughs> well, this week we're gonna. Well, today we're gonna be talking about this week's shenanigans. Uh, we're gonna start off with the terror attack that happened on Halloween just a few days ago. Uh, we got the the DNC being rigged, which is pretty much, in my opinion, the biggest news of the week. Donna Brazil's new book coming out and saying oh, that, that news. It was already known. No, no, no. This is but but it was. It's now known. Known. It's a known known. It's it's, it's a known known. It's, Brazil it's, it's an accepted known. It is. It is. I mean, the Democrats today and this whole week have been out eating their own more than they typically do. Uh, well, and then they, yeah, well, they try and they, they take they take the Manafort indictment. They try and make it fucking show that Trump is fucking evil, even though despite all their own transgressions. What else we got? Fucking oh, yeah. uh, Kevin Spacey. We got a lot. Oh, dude. Oh, oh Kevin. Spaceballs. Um, what? More more with Snoop. Hold on. Snoop, of course, got to do something else. Um, And then then we had the Walmart shooting. 
fucking like yeah, which is like what is it, like half a mile away from your house. Dude, okay, so Homeboy lives less than a half mile away from my house. Home the the, the Walmart what? dude is literally the next exit up the highway. Like I shop there for you know it's my fucking Walmart. Like straight up. And uh, despite despite all that, you know he's sh- you know, shooting at Walmart less than a. Less than two miles. We'll go two miles from my house. I'm still more worried about radical Islamic terrorism. So yeah, and, and, we'll shit all, and we will shit all over you on that later on in the show. <laughs> oh, boy. I can't wait to clean it off. Ooh. I mean, part of me just feels like we should just start with the Antifa story since it's so short. Oh. Oh, you want the summary? Here it is. Yeah, can you just give us the summary? Yesterday, November 4th, was supposedly the revolution, the beginning of resist Trump and impeach him. You could go online. There was a website set up to this, what, fucking resistfascistsorsomething.org. Yeah, but they're saying that's a big troll. Well, okay, it's a big troll, but still, I wanted just one fucking instance where somebody was like, Oh, but I thought the revolution was today. And you know what I got? I went to I went to the fucking grocery store and I didn't fucking see a single soy boy, dude. The worst thing that happened yesterday, Sarah stubbed her fucking toe. We will resist. <laughs> we will resist. We will rebuild. So Antifa, you fucking soy boys, you're a disappointment. Worst revolution ever. Like you did worse than the attempted coup. I was waiting for that. You did worse than the attempted coup in North Korea. You know that, uh-huh. right? Like, they, and and he executed a motherfucker by anti-aircraft gun. You suck. Not a single. Wait, what nine. else are they worse than? What else are they worse than, Dylan? Keep going with this. Um, you did worse than Bruce Jenner's plastic surgeon. Um, you did worse. <laughs> um. You did worse than Kevin Spacey keeping his dick in his pants. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, let's not play that out. That fucking horn is great. <laughs> this feels like an episode of Family Guy. I don't know why. <laughs> Dude, I watched the Family Guy episode where they did a podcast, and I, I felt personally attacked. Like, it's fucking funny. <laughs> Cleveland just starts going off on a rant and just keeps talking and keeps going and talk. and dude it reminded me of fucking Pizzagate dude Tony fucking Orlo oh we love you Tony we call you out but bro you're long winded as fuck <laughs> <laughs> but he's spot on as fuck man that dude thought yeah, I think spot he on, on but long winded. Sometimes yeah, you know fair. I I need I need a fucking almanac you know I don't I don't need the whole Encyclopedia Britannica like I just want an almanac <laughs> I want a quick reference and let's fucking move yeah. on. Yeah, just give us a synopsis. <laughs> you need that walnut sauce is what you need, Dylan. <laughs> oh yeah, I love walnut sauce and pepperoni pizza. I also <laughs> like pineapples. I want to know if pineapples on pizza is like a fucking PizzaGate term. I really, really want to know. Like, <laughs> it's if, like, she, if she pizza's child porn, what does what the pineapple represent? Yeah, porn? like, it maybe like a Hawaiian child porn. You know oh, what I mean? <laughs> like, you know, they, they, the kid comes Polynesian, out in a little fucking uh, Hulu skirt and Polynesian shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. Uh, we've, all right, well, we've already ruined Trigger Divided not even 10 minutes into it. 646-668-2950. Call in and redeem our show. I'm kidding. Thank <laughs> you, Callie Wayne. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh fucking zero days with a baby arm incident. Reset it. <laughs> Never forget. Never forget. <laughs> That's what this show started with with Kelly Wayne. That's true. Hey, we're 27 episodes deep, guys. It's been a pretty good year. Mm-hmm. Balls deep. It's already November. Holy shit! It's yeah, already yeah. November. I know, right? Uh, well, guys, let's get serious for just one moment. Um, as everyone knows, uh, Halloween. We had a terror attack in New York City, my hometown, my home city, which would be the first really big terror attack in New York City since 9-11, and definitely the most deadly one since then. Um, for all y'all living under a mother fucking rock, here's a report from ABC News. This morning, investigators are questioning the man behind a deadly terror attack in Lower Manhattan, an attack he apparently committed in the name of ISIS, just blocks from the World Trade Center. Shocker. Situation here. 29-year-old Saifolo Saipov is in custody. The suspect, police say, is responsible for killing eight people and injuring more than a dozen others. This was an act of terror and a particularly cowardly act of terror. Shortly after 3 p.m., authorities say Saipov drove a pickup truck rented at a Home Depot in New Jersey onto a bike path along Manhattan's busy West Side Highway. He drove nearly a mile from Houston Street to Chambers Street, running over cyclists and pedestrians along the way. Mangled. One gentleman's leg was hanging by skin. The other gentleman had tire marks going across his chest. The suspect eventually crashed into a school bus carrying special needs children. Two of them were injured. There, he got out of the truck, brandishing a pellet gun and a paintball gun. A police officer is being credited with taking Saipov down, shooting him in the abdomen. Wow. Man, how does that guy, like, how do you do a terror attack and then come out that truck with a goddamn pelagon and a paintball gun? Like, what the fuck is that about? It's like he wanted to get shot or killed or something. did, Did ISIS take responsibility for this? I'm sure they did. Yeah, they did. So at this point, Home, Depot, it's Home Depot needs to start taking responsibility for yeah. this shit. Hey, Charlottesville you can do and this. We can help. Tiki torches and it. trucks and shit. <laughs> Fucking Home Depot, yeah. dude. How's Home you Depot can do it. We can not help. going down like Papa John's? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Papa John's had the worst week ever, but Home Depot's still kicking. Yeah. Well, they've, they've got a new I was in Home Depot, they've got new types of tiki torches Because the Walmart that got shot up is closed So I had to go to Home Depot to get my soil And, um, you know they, I walk in there and they've got They've got tiki torches That fucking look like the like Polynesian fucking, you know what I'm saying Like the, the big old tiki statues and shit Real faces, so, so they've gone away From the simple tiki torch, they're trying to Rebrand their image, but long story short Terrorism, you can do it we can help. Nineteen ninety nine. An hour. An hour. <laughs> I mean Home Depot though, man. I mean first the tiki torches, now the truck. I mean, should we just start some common sense truck laws now? I mean, should we start getting yeah, some regulations? Yeah, Home Depot. Boycott Home Depot. <laughs> I'm just thinking trucks, you know. Trucks like, been killing a lot of people. Honestly, needs to be able to buy a ceiling fan. Like, Home Depot needs to go. Like, do people really need access to plumbing parts? Like, we should just in have 20, 2017, 
What need do you have for a garage door opener, Dylan? It's <laughs> You so what about do we feel the same way about Lowe's then? Do we feel the same way about Lowe's? Or is Lowe's okay? Lowe's. No, nobody goes to Lowe's. Like ISIS I went to Lowe's go last to Lowe's. week. Well, you're worse nobody than ISIS. Goes to Lowe's. I went last week. <laughs> Man, there's the Lowe's worse is closer to my house than Home Depot. And I, yeah, I found that yeah, makes it worse you, than fucking ISIS. You've hit a new low. Nice. <laughs> <Noise>. <laughs> uh, well, of course, the terror attack happened, um, killed eight people, injured 12. And, uh, of course, Donald Trump came out with comments of his own. Uh, first, he tweeted that, let's see, let's just read the tweet. NYC terrorist, oh, God, and this is what was fucked up. Before I read his tweet, this guy, who I can't pronounce his name, don't give a shit. Uh, Seifulo Seipal, 29 <laughs> years old. Uh, this guy in prison wanted the ISIS flag to be waved in, no, in the hospital. He's in the hospital. He wanted the ISIS flag to be waved in his hospital room. Like, what the yep. fuck? Get the fuck out yeah. of here with your fucking ISIS ass. Like, who really, like, we're going to let that happen? I don't know. What kind wasn't, of request was that? Wasn't there some video a while back of some, some bitch? Uh, she was like, Yo, y'all, y'all ISIS, y'all ISIS can't even fuck with us. You don't want to come up to New York. We fucking do it. This is straight Biggie. Like she started talking mad shit, and look what the fuck she happened. She referenced Biggie. Was what the I fuck is he gonna do? He's dead. I don't know, but she referenced it. So Biggie went Biggie. run out of breath running from that fucking truck. Oh shit! He he probably would have actually stopped the truck. You know, because he's just <laughs> well, so what, big. What, well, what what stopped the truck was a school bus. It was awful. Did oh, oh yeah, the short bus, right? The short bus. Yeah, it was the short. I knew you were going to say that. That's... Was it the short uh, bus or was it a regular size yes, bus? Yes, it was the short bus. It was the short like bus. Like it was an bus. actual fucking short bus. Yes, it wasn't a real lot. Oh, it wasn't one of those things. so buckets. fucking perfect. Like the stereotype is real. Oh, my God. They just give it to you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, this was this was Trump's tweet. He tweeted, uh, NYC terrorist was happy as he asked to hang ISIS flag in his hospital room. He killed eight people, badly injured 12, and in all capitals, should get death penalty. And then he kind of talked that back and then said that he should go to Guantanamo Bay because I think it would actually cost the taxpayer a lot more money. Well, it would just cost us a lot more money for the death penalty and all the – I mean, unless he just pleads guilty, I guess there wouldn't be very – Well, yeah, but the – the next Democratic president is just going to trade that guy for one deserter. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey, fuck you, Bert doll. Suck a dick. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, I guess we're not, we're, not, we're not covering that this week, but yeah, that happened, didn't it? He, uh, yeah. So he's not serving prison time, though. Yeah, and Chelsea Manning got yeah. tits for nothing. <sighs> <sighs> anyway, I'm just going to ignore that like slur-esque comment. Anyways, let's go to let's go to Donald Trump. His comments um, right after the terror attack in New York City. Only a comment that uh, the president Donald Trump can make. You never hear this from Barack Obama. Thank you very much. Today we mourn the horrifying terrorist attack in New York City, just blocks away from the site of the World Trade Center. A man drove a truck into a pedestrian bike path and murdered eight people and injured very, very seriously at least 11 more. All of America is praying and grieving for the families 
who lost their precious loved ones. Horrible act. Our hearts break for them, and we pledge to renew our resolve in their memory. My administration is coordinating closely between federal and local officials to investigate the attack and to further investigate this animal who did the attacking. And updates will be provided an animal. as available. Okay. I am today starting the process of terminating oh, the diversity, diversity lottery what? What was that? program. What was that? I'm going to ask Congress to immediately <laughs> initiate work to get rid of this program. Diversity and diversity lottery. Diversity lottery. Sounds nice. It's not nice. It's not good. It's not good. It hasn't been good. We've been against it. So he's going to cancel the diversity. The diversity lottery program. Like, we we don't like it. It bad went against us. The, I, I think, I think he said diversity because he's going. To, he's in Japan right now. I think he was just prepping to talk like. Diversity. Oh, true. Okay. Oh, diversity. Oh, you're right. Diversity. The 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 diversity. God, you Mexican Mongolian. Which one? Uh, so I'm actually looking up what exactly is the diversity. Diversity. Ah, he, now he got me saying it wrong. He got me all fucked so up. Beefy. Thanks, Trump. So I'm looking up the diversity lottery program to see exactly what it is. And I Thanks don't know why he's, he's going to you know end this. I'm not sure what this had to do with that terrorist. But I guess he was a immigrant in some visa program that now he wants to shut down. I mean, it's just one guy. I don't understand. I mean, do, do you agree with uh, shutting down this program, y'all? I'm going to look up exactly what the hell it is so that way we can. Um, to me, okay, first off, a diversity visa to me straight off the bat sounds like we need more diversity. So we're just going to let you come in because we need more diversity. Like that's, that's not a reason to let somebody in just because you need more diversity. If somebody wants to come in, they should go through the process of coming in. It's not a rigorous fucking test to have a visa to come over here, but we shouldn't be issuing a visa just just for diversity. Like that that doesn't make sense. Why is that a why is that a thing? Why can't we just have a visa? Why does there have to be a diversity visa? Why is there a difference? That doesn't fuck. fuck yeah, me. Trump actually Trump actually went on in that that same speech and we don't have a clip for it. That he wants to now have immigrants come over here based on their merit and not on just a random lottery program. And that's exactly what it is, diversity immigrant visa programs, also known as the green card lottery. And that went oh, into so an, like that, you, you just yeah, that went into effect in nineteen eighty seven. They you put it you put a ticket in, they they wind up the fucking the, the raffle basket and pull one out and they're like John Doe, and everybody's like, "Yay!" It's like fucking, you know, like Hunger Games getting selected, you know, to get to go on. I, I, I don't fucking get it. Why can't why can't these why can't people just if they want to come here, why why can't they do the process? Why why does somebody have to just win it for them? I I don't get that. I don't yeah. get. That. Well, I mean, it's definitely not what you think. Um, and I, when it was first created in 1987, I'm just reading off their website. 
It says the first diversity visa program benefited many Ireland, Canada, and Great Britain, including Northern Ireland, with the Irish winning 40% of the first 10,000 visas. Um, I mean, then it seemed like in 1990, the top three were Bangladesh, Pakistan, and Egypt. Um, 95, it was Ireland again. I'm not sure even how this lottery works. To me, it just sounds stupid. Like, it just sounds altogether like a dumb fucking thing. Well, it's pretty much a negotiation, and it, it's what happens when uh, when it, when immigrants come into the country just so they can be re- reunited with a relative that's already staying here. So going off that, theoretically speaking, this guy could have brought in dozens of his family members into the United yeah. States. Yeah, actually, Donald Trump all but said that in a speech as well. He said that. There, he is known to have brought in at least a dozen other people. Yeah, <clears throat> which doesn't doesn't mean that those dozen people or so are, you know, right. But they are definitely people of interest now at this point because their family members yeah. just committed a terrorist attack in the middle of New York, which is probably like, just the and, most unfortunate for them because I bet you know, we, we get some of them don't have anything to do with it. You know, it's, exactly. It but we get shit like this happening again and again and again and again and it's like let's not jump to conclusions and it's Muslims. Honestly when the Walmart shooting happened I was shocked it was a white guy. I was like what the fuck another one? Like because we just had Stephen Paddock even though that's probably all fucking cover up and false flag. I mean we just we keep getting the the you know they, they keep identifying them as lone wolves and then Muslims get put up as terrorists like it's an issue like we just should probably label both of, both of these domestic terrorism like that's what it is. You're terrorizing other people. Exactly. You live here. Yeah. Like that, that's, that's there's a line that's being crossed on both sides, and it makes me want to throw up. Well, you, well, you bring up a you bring up a good point with Stephen Paddock, and it's 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 funny that we knew and we know right now it's it's Sunday, and that shit happened what on Monday was it Monday or Tuesday? We know more about what happened and and all about this fucking this 29 year old dude that ran a truck through. Manhattan than we know a month later about Stephen Paddock who killed 60 Dude, people in fucking Las Vegas. I know this more about the Walmart shooter now than I do about Stephen Paddock. Right? And, uh, dude, I, I could take you over. I legit go to the 7-Eleven across the street from his house, dude. Like, I can tell you where this guy lives. Like, I, I know more about him than I do Stephen Paddock. This is fucking ridiculous. You know, I know, I know more about the fucking... Um, San Bernardino shooters than we do about fucking Stephen Paddock, but I don't get it. You know, that's that's it another story, me, though. You know, you, know what the, you know what the pattern is? Is that it seems like the FBI and the CIA, when anything that has anything to do with ISIS, they could they could verify and certify their their uh, their sources within hours of any kind of event, which really you know brings me to a curious. Um, thought process of why or why do they know so much about ISIS and can tell I always us so wonder, quickly, you if, know, like if like the FBI and the CIA as two separate organizations are both doing like committing crimes so that the others have to investigate it. You know, like one, 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 the CIA does a crime and the FBI is busy investigating it so they can try and get one over. But then the FBI does a crime and the CIA starts investigating it so they can it get is, one. They're over. job creators, man. Like is this a, is this really a spy versus spy kind of thing? Like is that is that what is, what's going on? I sure hope not because it's coming at the cost of a lot of people's lives in the whole entire world, not just America. 
you know, well, it's, shit, it's dude, they, they, they've always been weak. playing these games. They were releasing fucking sulfur something dioxide or some bullshit like that in a building of, you know, low-income minority people for fucking years, and then they tore the building down. These files got declassified. Like, there's a whole bunch of shit like that. I always just wonder if it's just a big fucking game. Yo, sure how the fuck do we get, like, we get these videos of, like, Osama bin Laden or these terrorists in fucking caves in the middle of bumfuck Afghanistan and Iraq? Somehow we get these, but we can't get a video clip of a guy in a hotel in Las Vegas. Still, not to this day. We Still. are now one month removed from that damn Las Vegas shooting. I knew, I knew if someone he brought up Las Vegas, I was going to go off the rails on this because I fucking, <laughs> I, I'm so triggered by it. We are a month later, and we have not got a single video of him in the fucking hallways. Literally, entering the entering the hotel, walking through the casino, nothing, no, no, no video ever for the whole time he fucking stayed there. This hermit lived out of his room exclusively that well. Like I don't fucking believe that shit, dude. Right. Well, I mean, it's only been a month. We may find out some information a year from now, kind of like we're finding out information about the DNC. Oh, shit. Perfect. Good. Just like that. Exactly the fucking same. Here people are, like Bobby, Laura, and I, all shouting all fucking sorts of wolf about the DNC, and we're like, no, that doesn't happen with the Democrats. They don't do that sort of thing. And then we come up... Trump gets elected, and a whole fucking year later, on the 5th today, we're sitting here talking about, oh, the DNC, they actually came out and did rig it. We have multiple Democrats saying they did, and Russia, Russia, Russia is all they fucking say. They just, oh, Donna Brazier, her fucking, her, her opinion on it was influenced by Russian blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, my God. Oh, did you see that shit? I want to uh, kill myself, dude. This is we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll get into we'll get into all of this uh, in due time. But for everyone out there um, that doesn't know this story, the DNC, um, it's now official. Donna Brazil wrote a book, and in that book, she conf- all but confirmed that the DNC it was the whole process was rigged. You see, the DNC, the Democratic National Convention, was in debt something like ten to twenty million dollars. Wow. The Hillary Clinton campaign a year prior. To, the, to her even running, agreed with the DNC, and this is all in the book. You can read it for yourself. I'd go on Amazon. Um, and she agreed with the DNC to kind of give them like an allowance and to take them out of debt with all but assurance that she's going to be the, the nominee. Now, they're, they're going to trick you, and they're going to try to tell you that this was an agreement for the general election, but it wasn't. This was not. This was done a year before it even began. And that explains everything. That that explains all the weird debate times. That explains the super delegates. That explains just a, a lot of um, a lot of funding that went straight to Hillary campaign, not to the Bernie campaign. It just explains a lot of weird, mysterious shit that was going on during that. And I want to let the audience know. I, I can't speak for Laura, but we have two, and I want to emphasize on the word former. There are two former burn, burners on the show. Me and Dylan. We were hardcore yeah. Bernie Sanders supporters. Bernie Sanders was our guy. I, I went to a march for him, and me and Dylan, that's when we first met, and that's kind of what we really talked about a lot and, and related on, and then as we know, he went to Dylan, Dylan went the Donald Trump way, and I went the yeah. Jill Stein way, 
you know. Yeah. But, uh, chill Jill. <laughs> Whatever. Chill, chill uh, Jill. I know more people that went and voted for Trump that were burners than I'd like to discuss about. I mean, there's so many of them. And, yeah. you know, and now, and now this, this all but confirms it, you know, and it's, it's, it's quite insane to be, to be quite honest. So insane that even Elizabeth Warren came out and, you know, say what you want about Elizabeth Warren and Donald Trump calls her Pocahontas and, and all this other bullshit. Cause she claims but, uh, to be a native American for high <laughs> cheekbones. That's why he calls her Pocahontas. I yeah, just think okay. that it's, it's it's unnecessary. Why the hell is a president tweeting and calling her fucking Pocahontas the other day? That was insane to me. But you he's know? done that for months. Dude. He's done that for a year now. Like yeah, that's, that's borderline racial slur. Like really? But well, anyways, anyways, she's anyways, not we're, a we're fucking derailing. She's white as hell. You don't fucking know that. I do know that by looking at her. If everybody can tell me what the fuck I am, I can tell you that a white person is a white person, motherfucker. Don't you put that on Fuck. Well, anyways, here's Elizabeth Warren um, <laughs> speaking for the very first time. And this is what kind of shocked everybody the, the day that Donna Brazil's book came out. This is Elizabeth Warren. We're learning today uh, that a new book uh, that is coming out by Donna Brazil, the former acting chair of the Democratic National Committee, that the campaign of Secretary Hillary Clinton was far more influential at the Democratic uh, Party, the Democratic National Committee, than we previously knew. Do you think, though, that what we're learning from Donna Brazil's book suggests that the campaign, that what the Democratic National Committee did, meant this election was rigged? Yeah, I think it was. It's a pretty powerful charge. Well, what we have to focus on now as Democrats is we recognize the process was rigged, and now she said it, it was the Democrats to build a new process, a process that really works and works for everyone. So that's Elizabeth Warren basically coming out and saying it was rigged, which is in fucking credible. She had to have known that's, that. They all had yeah. to have Oh, for sure. I have a fucking tweet screenshotted from her from uh, that I found on Facebook it is literally her saying Donald Trump needs to accept the harsh reality that it's not rigged you're losing fair and square and then she comes out and she's like yeah yeah it was rigged yeah it was totally rigged the whole thing was rigged poor victim Democrats I just want to fucking scream dude oh my god she needs to die just, oh. well here oh. she is again Here's Elizabeth Warren again, another clip, and this was on, and this was what surprised me because I actually spent a few hours that night skimming through MSNBC and CNN just to see if they would actually talk about this story. Uh, Rachel Maddow, it was cricket. Um, Chris Matthews had mentioned it. Lawrence O'Donnell had mentioned it, and it was a mere mention that was like 30 seconds long. Um, but CNN actually had Elizabeth Warren on, and here's that clip. We learned today from former Democratic National Committee Chairwoman Donna Brazile um, that the Clinton campaign, in her view, did rig the presidential nominating process by entering into wow. an agreement to control day-to-day -day operations at the DNC. Uh, the Clinton campaign controlling the party's staffing, strategy, finances, communications, and that agreement was entered into in August 2015, a year before she defeated uh, Senator Bernie Sanders. This must shock you. Look, this is a real problem. But what we've got to do as Democrats now is we've got to hold this party accountable. Uh, when Tom Perriello was first, uh, Tom Perez was first 
uh, elected chair of the DNC, the very first conversation I had with him is to say, you have got to put together a Democratic Party in which everybody can have confidence that the party is working for Democrats rather than Democrats are working for the party. And he's being tested now. This is a test for Tom Perez. And either he's going to succeed by bringing Bernie Sanders and Bernie Sanders representatives into this process, and they're going to say it's fair, it works, we all believe it, or he's going to fail. And I very much hope he succeeds. I hope for Democrats everywhere. I hope for Bernie and for all of Bernie's supporters that very, he's going to succeed. Very quickly, Senator, do you agree with No, dude. So, I have a Trump tweet sitting right here in front of me. Bernie Sanders is being treated very badly by the Democrats. The system is rigged against him. Many of his disenfranchised fans are for me. That tweet aged so goddamn well that I'm going to save it for 2020, and I'm going to fucking vote for him again, dude. Fuck Bernie. Fuck that. Oh, my God. Uh, that was my question, Rita. I was like, okay, so let's just say that the Democratic Party does turn back or turn into the Bernie Party. Um, that does not then persuade you to change your mind potentially in 2020. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. No, dude, because this guy literally is being told that it was rigged against him. It's so disappointing, dude. He's so weak and complacent that after he found he out the DNC, dude, he hasn't. He's so weak and complacent. That's what I'm saying. He's so complacent, and he's screaming Russia, 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 dude. When we get to the Manafort shit, he's still screaming Russia about that, dude. It's he fucking knows, insane. Dude. There's Ultimate no way cutlery. he doesn't. There's no way he doesn't know that he wasn't part of this rigging thing. There's no way or he doesn't aware. know that it was rigged against him. If he him. wasn't a part of it, there's no way he wasn't aware. No, no and, yeah, and exactly. So the I, fact that he that he said that he w- wouldn't endorse Hillary Clinton, and then after that he endorsed her. Like, come on, you cannot be more obvious well, and than that. We we talked about that. I do believe that he was threatened. I I, I do believe there was something brought against him. With with how much pull Hillary Clinton and her campaign had, along with controlling the DNC, this guy was threatened with something. This guy was bribed. You don't think and threatened. that you don't think there's a slight possibility that Bernie Sanders was informed of all of this, and Hillary Clinton knew of her problem with the moral left, like me and you, the you know the the revolutionary people that want actual revolutionary things done, not the same old status quo shit. Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump represent those things, you know. So. Do you think that maybe Bernie Sanders was just attempting to pull a lot of those types of people like me and you into the equation to actually potentially vote for Hillary Clinton, underestimating the power and the pull of Donald J. Trump? I mean, I, I guess that's a possibility that he didn't know. But I don't know. Yeah, it's a possibility. And, you know, with, with you guys saying, like, I, I get what you're saying. He, he totally could have been in on it. But I, I don't believe that a man sitting there talking about, $27 a fucking person, average contribution, all this shit about Goldman Sachs and fucking lighting her up. Dude, all that shit he was saying, if he was really just doing that to get people to vote for Hillary, he shouldn't have fucking ran at all, dude. That was awful. If he's going to sit here and talk about undermining democracy, that is undermining democracy. He is becoming a patsy. Dude, fuck that.
fuck. So that. he's just, he was a distraction. So I mean, in, in his in his response alone tells me a lot. I need to know about Bernie Sanders at, if he was to become president. So when when there's something like this that comes at him, this is what I like about Donald Trump. And I, and I have a whole long list of shit I hate about him. But one of the things I like about him is that and this is and this is going to be in a quote that I uh, I play here in a minute is that when someone comes at Donald and comes at America, they come back ten times harder. And that's how America yeah. should be. Like the, the right. fact that I haven't heard a single goddamn word from Bernie Sanders pisses me the fuck off. Like, speak up, Bernie. Your move, bud. Yeah. Let's go. Complacency, ultimate cuckery. Like, fuck. which is why people like Donald Trump. I think, even though you know, yes. like, people talk shit about him tweeting all this, but honestly, people like that shit. <laughs> I think majority of Americans like, like that he's outspoken. Yeah, exactly. Hell yeah. Well, this is Donald Trump, and this is sad because we're going to play a response to the DNC rigging against Bernie Sanders from Donald Trump, not Bernie Sanders. So here it is. I can tell you is this. There was no collusion. There was no nothing. It's a disgrace, frankly, that they continue. You want to look at Hillary Clinton, and you want to look at the new book that was just put out by Donna Brazil, where she basically bought the DNC, and she stole the election from Bernie. So... That's what you ought to take a look at. And now what we're to doing is every time we're attacked from this point forward, and it took place yesterday, we are hitting them ten times harder. So when we have an animal do an attack like he did the other day on the west side of Manhattan, we are hitting them ten times harder. They claimed him as a soldier. Good luck. Every time they hit us, we know it's ISIS. We hit them like you folks won't believe. Thank you. I will see you. I will see you in Pearl Harbor. You're goddamn right. You're goddamn right. That's the response that you get. You hate them or love them. That's the fucking kind of response I want to hear, man. Yeah. We should be courteous to other Islamics and other Muslims and not fall fear to Islamophobia and xenophobia and transphobia and uh, misogyny, and we should stick up for manspreading and, and not let it allow it on our train. Dude, ultimate cuckery. Dude, I'm so fu- – that's why I voted for him. I, I, I'm getting it confirmed. I voted for him, and I'm happy. Bobby, I hope you vote for him in 2020 so you can be a part of the winner's club for at least <laughs> one presidential cycle. Uh, you know, the, there are moments and, – and I've told this Dylan in, pri- in private – and maybe I've told you, Laura, you know, yeah. there are moments in my life where I'm just like, I'm going to vote for that motherfucker next time. These people pissing me off. Like when I'm going to read, I'm just going to read a paragraph. This is an open letter from the Hillary America 2016 team. And this was signed by, hold on, I'm going to scroll down. Jesus Christ. It was signed by, it looks like over a hundred people from Hillary Clinton's staff. And this is in response to the Donna Brazil thing. This is what they write. We were shocked to learn the news that Donna Brazil actively considered overturning the will of the Democratic voters by attempting to replace Hillary Clinton and Tim Kaine as the Democratic presidential and vice presidential nominees. By the way, that's also what Donna wrote in her book, that she had, after she had learned about all this, she wanted mm-hmm. to replace them with, uh, with someone else. It was absolutely insane. So then, then they write, it is particularly troubling and puzzling that she would seemingly buy into false Russian-fueled propaganda wow. read by both the Russians and our opponent, and about our candidate's health. This was written yesterday. Like, it's and it goes on, and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it just they really the kind just, of shit. They're still throwing out the Russia thing, like damage control. 
it's fucking hilarious. It's sad and it's pathetic. Like, get the fuck over it. It's literally been a fucking year already. It's been over a year, and there's still no pushing proof. that. Yeah, exactly. And no proof. I mean that that leads perfectly into the motherfucking Manafort uh, indictment. Um, so, what, Bobby? The the Manafort was indicted by Mueller, right? Mueller is the fucking lawyer. Do not get yeah. that right. There's yeah, Robert Robert Mueller. Robert Mueller has has indicted uh, not only Paul Manafort but also Paul Gates and George Papadopoulos. Um, three people all of day. Too. A lot of Paul, Paul, lot and of Papadopoulos. A lot of keys. <laughs> and Manafort's being indicted by a federal grand jury on 12 counts um, after basically an intense, long investigation by the FBI for his role during the uh, Trump presidential campaign where he went to, like, Ukraine. Um, but this was, like, years before that. Like, he, Manafort is one of those guys that is a political advisor. He could tell you how to, how to cut corners, how to make more money, how to get to a certain level of populace that you couldn't get through in other avenues. Maybe they're legal, maybe they're not. But he's just that kind of guy. He's, he's who you want in your campaign if you want to win a campaign. Manafort was um, campaigning in the Ukraine in 2013 uh, as part of their um, current election cycle when Russia was in there um, invading. And the, uh, the accusation is Manafort went over there and um, funneled a lot of United States money a lot of money laundering, which is uh, where the where the charge conspiracy against the United States comes from. You may have noticed that um, a lot of these um, stories about Paul Manafort, the headline is conspiracy against the United States. I'll have you know, if you don't pay your taxes this year and you get charged by the FBI or, or, or our government, you're getting charged for conspiracy against the United States. That's just what it is. That's what like, tax evasion is. It's like is. fucking under the UCMJ General Article 34. It's, it's like it covers everything kind of thing. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, so let's talk he, about conspiracy to the United States with the DNC. Sorry, let's not go back into that. No, <laughs> no but you got some clips for us, though, right? So let's, let's see. So I got a timeline from Fox here. Yeah, I got a timeline that'll kind of set it out how they came to it. Good morning, guys. Yeah, so we, here's where we are. We knew from the leaks that someone could be taken into custody this morning. Now, this just moments ago, the there out. were reports coming out of multiple news organizations that it is going to be former campaign uh, manager Paul Manafort and a business associate of his, Rick Gates. That is not confirmed by us yet, but it is certainly out there. The Reports are that Manafort and his associate were turned to sur- told to surrender to the authorities. And this is going to be a significant development if it is true because it tells us where this investigation and this special counsel is headed. But first, let's just recap quickly how we got here, all right? On May 17th, Robert Mueller appointed to a special counsel following the firing of FBI Director James Comey. Then, on July 26th, FBI raids the home of Paul Manafort and questions his his son-in-law, and then on August 5th, Mueller impanels a grand jury for which these charges are apparently coming from. So that was the timeline that I picked up. Uh, which, which literally so has what, nothing they, to do with. From here? I mean, what what does that have to do with with Trump colluding with Russia? Because Trump, at one point, worked with him and. This guy was an advisor for something closely related to Russia, and then he was advising Trump on 
how to deal with the Russians because he had connections and friends with Russia. Russia, 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 Russia. Dude, this red you know, Dylan, pisses me off. Dylan, we should have kind of knew this. Honestly, as objective people, we should have thought about this prior to the election anyways, is that every single – I mean, he's a businessman, unlike any other presidential um, ca- uh, candidate we've ever seen. He has so many tentacles and so many connections across the world. We can connect him to anything that we want to. You know what I mean? Like, He's a businessman. That's what he's always been. Like, that's what he's always been. He's always fucking had a business. He's always been making money. He always has these social networking connections because he's a businessman. And, And literally, this man could make a phone call to a bread company owned by a Russian to get some baguette bread or whatever the fuck, <laughs> and they would fucking say that he was colluding. I swear to God, you could you could catch him drinking vodka, and they would say, "See, he's a Russian fucking spy or something." I I I can't fucking deal, dude. I just can't deal. So, but there there is a little bit out of this that that the Democrats are trying to to make seem like. Trump can't do anything about it. Just listen to this. Make some sense of the, the indictment as written. How would you characterize the scope of it, first it's, of all? It's very aggressive. First of all, it has nothing to do with the campaign. Let's right. be clear about that. It's an historic indictment that deals with tax evasion over a long period of time, dating back seven or eight years. But it's a very serious indictment. He's being charged with money laundering. He's being charged with tax fraud. He's being charged with not registering as a foreign agent. They also did something which was very significant. They threw in, at the very end, an item about his son-in-law, and they're going to press him, like, to no end. They're going to put pressure on Paul Manafort to flip or to cooperate in the investigation. Like a prisoner's dilemma, almost. Absolutely. That's what they're doing. And, and the significance of this indictment is it gives Mueller cover now going forward. Nobody's going to touch him because Paul Manafort's under indictment. And second, it gives him an opportunity to press Manafort for information. When you say no one's going to touch him, what do you mean? He can't be fired by the president of the United States. There's no way. I mean, this indictment is significant because going forward, no one is even going to suggest that the investigation should stop or Mueller should be relieved of his duties. So they're, they're trying yeah. to say that, oh, there's hope that he's going to flip on Trump, you know? Well... In order to flip on Trump, there has to be something worth being flipped over. So you you, you got to figure out that there has to be something going on with his son. And if there's not, then there's not. You know what I mean? What right. You're gonna flip right. Him? Right. You know? That, that, you know that you you see that little fucking glimmer of hope there that they're holding on to that little fucking. That's what thread this whole thing has been. It's been a glimmer of hope. That's all this this whole fucking thing is. Like I thought this ended when CNN Van Jones says it's a fucking nothing burger. You know I thought it no ended shit. then. Right? I thought it ended when John Bonifield said it's a fucking witch hunt. We don't have any big, giant proof. It's mostly bullshit. That should be the fucking end of it. Oh you would God. think. You would think. And now it's November 5th, like, 2017. Am I, and we're still... Am I going to have to sit down Russia? with my child someday it's unreal, and right. say, all this Russian scare bullshit, my child, that you see, is, is bullshit. <laughs> And, I, and I'm going to pull up a video for you. This is the executive producer of CNN, the people who are leading the investigation uh, journalism in, into Russia. And I'm going to play it for him. And my kid's going to sit there and listen to the guy say, it's a witch hunt. It's mostly bullshit. We don't have big giant proof. And go, why, daddy? And I'm just going to have to fucking point to every fucking idiot liberal I see. I swear to God. Him. Why, him, why? her, him, and they. I don't want to mis- assume your gender. You know, I want to fucking pop, dude. I hate this fucking planet. Oh, God. 
Wow. So, yeah. All right. Wow. Now, 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 Sarah Sanders. As much shit as as people talked about Sarah Sanders, she's probably she's probably honestly the best press secretary that they've Trump ever had. fucking yeah. had. No shit. She just needs to be given the position. To be honest, like Trump just needs to go. All right, lady. Like Scaramucci, fucking out. Fucking whoever or fucking what? What was that asshole before him? I forget his name. Um, Bobby. Oh what my was god. His name? I know, I'm having a brain. I'm having a brain fart. Crowder? No, not Crowder. Uh, see, that's the American memory. We don't even remember the guy we made fun of like 30 times earlier this year, no, like already. Shiner, Shiner Spicer, Sean Spicer. Sean Spicer. Spicer. Yeah. yeah. So Spicer, Scaramucci, just Sanders. Just leave her in. People can't make fun of her because she's a woman. And if you say anything about how she looks, you're objectifying her. You're putting her up to a fucking false beauty standard. You could flip that shit. Trump just needs to leave her in there. Let's listen to what the fuck she has to say. Uh, Sarah, uh, first, I'd like to get uh, the White House reaction to the indictments of Paul Manafort and Rick Gates and the agreement with George Papadopoulos. And specifically, I know we, we have heard a couple tweets from the president. If you can help me understand when he says... Why aren't Strzok and Hillary and the Dems the focus? Is the president saying that special counsel Mueller should really be investigating Hillary Clinton and the Democrats? And is he going to rule out once and for all firing Robert Mueller? Look, I'll address the second question first. President uh, said last week, I believe it was last week, and I've said several times before, there's no intention or plan uh, to make any changes in regards to special counsel. Uh, But look, today's announcement has nothing to do with the president, has nothing to do with the president's campaign or campaign activity. Uh, The real collusion scandal, as we've said several times before, has everything to do with the Clinton campaign, Fusion GPS, and Russia. There's clear evidence of the Clinton campaign colluding with Russian intelligence to spread disinformation and smear the president to influence the election. We've been saying from day one there's been no evidence of Trump-Russia collusion, and nothing in the indictment today changes that at all. Hey, I fucking love her, dude. She literally leans her fucking head back and then blows a fucking fireball, dude. I love it. She is ace. Dude, she's so good. She's so good. So they got so they got they got two things right. They have this new indictments with tax evasion, and literally no connection whatsoever to any kind of collusion to an American election. And then the other thing that they have is the Russian ads on Facebook, which we didn't get a chance to talk about because we didn't have a show uh, when this when this story was big last week. Oh my god, but, dude! The ads were so pathetic. Like, I, I just want to let everybody, I want to let everyone everybody know. So if you're seeing an ad on Triggered and Divided right now at this very fucking moment, it's paid for. I, we we paid for it. We we are currently at this very moment paying Facebook to spread around information to get you to think Hillary Clinton is a fucktard. Like that's what we do. And we and, and you know what? I do the same thing with Donald Trump. I do the same thing with all politicians. But to make this whole accusation that you know. Rushes you Facebook for misinformation and paying Facebook well, and to promote as, as if like that wasn't a thing for the last five years. That's what we do. That's how I promote my articles. That's how we promote the well, podcast. You, you look at fucking there, there was a council that had Facebook's lawyer up in front of them and they're like, how could you, you know, there's, this blows me away. It's two data points, rubles being used to pay for the ads and American political <laughs> ads. How can you not put those two data points together? 
the fuck, bro? Like, you should have fucking, like, we can't blame Russia so much, so we're going to try and blame Facebook. Fuck you. You cannot, you cannot fucking block him. What's your style? You cannot block Mark Zuckerberg. Like, he is, he is unblockable. You, you go on Facebook and try and block him. You can't block him. Roger, Roger Stone's blockable. Roger Stone got yeah. banned from Twitter this weekend. Really? Trump, Trump will never be banned from Twitter. Did you know that? Uh, but he got his Twitter hacked. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. They shut it down for seven hours because somebody that was uh, working at Twitter fucking quit, and they literally just deactivated his account for, like, like not not even – I don't even think it was hours. I think it was, like, a, like 13 minutes or 11 minutes or some shit. Like, Trump? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. somebody what? deactivated his Twitter for like literally eleven fucking minutes. That was it was a, a human error. No, it was in, it wasn't an error. It was intentional. They went and deactivated his Twitter. That's kind of a terror attack in the modern day. I feel taking well, away the I mean, president's communication. Cyber terrorism. No, it's it's that not taking away his terrorism. connection. But Twitter has already come out and said they will not ban him from Twitter because he uses Twitter to talk to the American people, so technically it is an information source and by getting rid of him, then those people wouldn't be able to fucking they, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't be able to fucking talk to him, or they wouldn't be able to communicate with him, get, get, the, get the updates or whatever, so some First Amendment horse shit. Anyway, I got, I got one more clip about this shit. It's, it's our burn dog, and he's reacting to the Manafort. It, God. Welcome back. Good to be with you. Fifth time on the show. I feel like every time you're here, there's some big piece of news that just happens day of. We arrange it. You arrange it. Takes a lot of work. Your PR people are wonderful. (laughs) What is your reaction to today's news, and what do you want to see moving forward? It's a big deal, Seth. Um, Bob Mueller, who, let us remember, was appointed to the FBI director by George W. Bush, reappointed by Obama a man who has a whole lot of bipartisan support across the political spectrum, he was given the assignment of determining whether or not the Trump campaign colluded with the Russians to undermine American democracy. makes me sick to hear it. And today is a major step forward with the uh, indictment of uh, Manafort. Uh, And we'll see how the process works out. But I worry very much about the oh, attacks that we're seeing every day in a variety of ways, not only from the Russians on American democracy. Oh, we have a president oh, who clearly does not understand the Constitution of the United oh, States, a president who attacks the media every day, and media has a very important role to play in our democracy. Uh, we are looking at a campaign finance system, which as a result of Citizens United is corrupt, oh, allowing yeah. billionaires uh, to buy elections. We're looking oh, at yeah, Republican governors it. trying to suppress the vote, making it harder for poor people, oh. or people of color, or young oh, people yeah, to participate. And I think yeah. of all of the enormous issues and problems facing this country, making sure we fight to protect and revitalize American democracy yeah. and take on all of those people who want to undermine yeah. what men and women fought and died to defend, that is our major yeah. task. Fucking Bernie, you could have oh, been the God one, and you fucking cooked it. Fuck him. I mean, all the things that he said outside of the Russian thing was spot on. You can't deny that. 
But like, right, but he needs to just come out and say that it's the DNC and Hillary Clinton. He needs to fucking grab that long sword and swing it, dude. He needs to quit being a bitch. He's deflecting. He's totally deflecting. Yeah, but if he does that, if he, if he does that, then we're going to, in like two months' time, we're going to hear about a mysterious suicide by Bernie Sanders. Yeah, we don't want that, the dude. Back of the head. Donna Brazil's already fucking ticking. Like, I, She's on suicide watch for sure. Yeah, definitely. But that's that's what he he cucks himself to believe that he fucking he was fucked over by the Russians instead of so I want I want to clarify something I want to clarify some for for both y'all in the audience and uh, once again our number six four six 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 eight two nine five zero give us a call um, I just want to clarify that it, I I have trust in the process I do uh, not all the time but I but for the most part I do if they did collude with the Russians. I'm confident that in this entire process, all these indictments, that something will come out. However, I'm also confident that Dimes Donuts, that none of that shit actually fucking happen. And this is all just one big ass distraction. But that being said, waste of money. I am, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to eat mountains full of crow if this really did happen. If no Donald shit. Trump did, did collude with the Russians, triggered and divided, will be you know, covering it and all up on Donald Trump's ass. But oh, at this point, we have no fucking evidence. And it, yeah. it's it's embarrassing, y'all. It's embarrassing to watch family and friends of mine like seep to like the conspiracy level so below fucking like 9-11. This is below, okay, it's not below Sandy Hook conspiracy, but it's fucking close. This, it's this close. is still, it's still yet above the chemicals turning the fucking frogs gay. Turn the freaking frogs gay. Like this, yeah, this is literally a step above that. Like you, 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 you know people that fucking believe in that sort of frog gay chemical bullshit. The the Russian shit is a step above it. Like we're the big swing Johnson, bro. <laughs> no fucking shit, we are. Man, we need a we need a an an, an Alex Jones episode, man. Another do another Alex Jones episode. I think we need to do one periodically. Periodically, you know. Just to discuss, I introduced somebody to Alex Jones the other day and played them shit about the the water turning frogs gay, and it was the funniest shit. You dumb son of a bitch! I listened to, I actually thought this was fake when it happened. This happened, I think, in May. And I was upset that we didn't actually cover it and put it on our show. But Alex Jones went off the rails and actually cursed out, like started using the F word and, and all kinds of crazy shit when he was accused of being a traitor and accused of being a Russian. And uh, we'll play that next week. It's, it's oh, I can't wait to hear that. <laughs> yeah. Well, we are about halfway through our podcast, so we got to go to our traditional smoke break. Yeah, yeah, Bobby, did you yeah, have a song yeah. that you wanted or do you want me to play the one I got? No, I mean, this is all, all intros, outros, and song breaks are brought to you by Mr. Dylan Nave this week. Yeah. So, no, I, I didn't do it. Um, <laughs> Aww. We, we didn't – well, okay, thank you. We didn't, we didn't play this when, uh, when Kim Jong-il – or Kim Jong-un, rather, was in the news. Mm. Um, and, I, and, I, and I know Bobby is a big motherfucking WWE fan. Uh, if you guys oh, yeah. haven't heard of Epic Rap Battles of History, Whoa! you should go look them up and be sure to look at their first season. This one is from there. Um, well, and if you, uh, if you, uh, if you smoke, 
then 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 smoke and, and and if you don't smoke then you're a faggot. The name's Kim John, I got a license to ill Make you swallow my rhymes like a steroid pill Your body looks like a spray tan banana With a Rolex mustache and a wax bandana I'm coming at you like the age of Ric Flair Bitch, I'm suplex you by your freaking dick hair Your whole family's a bunch of Barbies, dude You want beef? Eat this Korean barbecue You got a ringside seat to your own smackdown, brother You look like Sonic the Hedgehog's mother You're a freak, a phony, a rice jabroni I'm gonna bounce you like a check for my alimony Come on, dude, all the little hosters know I'll hang you from the ropes like a South Park puppet show I'll choke hold you hostage like Laura Ling Brother, I'll leg drop your ass back to Beijing Beijing is in China, you blonde asshole I'm a god amongst men, you're a suburban commando North Korea, bitch, let me give you a tour By the way, your wife says my dick is bigger than yours Hulk Hogan goes down. I don't know if he can finish the battle. He, he's reaching for the rope. Watch me sample to a Jim Kim Jong Il. I don't want these little bitches with glasses. I would bitches to step up. I saw bitches asses. My two men, there is no equal. So spend the time rapping is not being equal. I'll elbow around the whole nation. I'll perhaps the entire world wrestling federation. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, Ooh yeah. Ooh, there. You decide. I fucking love that shit, dude. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> that was a proper Bobby, smoke break. <laughs> no, I've, I've watched like, I have watched I have watched every single rap battle of history video, pretty much. I was actually uh, I thought I thought you hadn't heard that before. I was like, yeah, I'm interested no. you to call new things. Yay! <laughs> you you uh you actually inspired me because I was thinking. I was like, we need, like, an intro song for our show that's just, like, every single week, you know? Like, just one yeah. song every week, you know? We need somebody I was to thinking, help us, though, of course. What about, like, Hulk Hogan's intro song, I'm a Real American? It's, it's the greatest song ever. Uh-oh, that's xenophobic. No, <laughs> I am a real American. Fight for the rights of every man. Right, I'll stop singing. Yeah, yeah, and and that's that's nice. you're just fighting for the rights of every man. What about the rights of every woman? And what about those who identify identifies other than man or woman, Bobby? We have to be inclusive, and that fucking song is a bigoted piece of shit. And you're a racist <laughs> for fucking liking it. Well, I only have one thing to say to you, Dylan. Talking to me? Yeah, I'm talking to you, you little bitch. <laughs> I fucking love podcasting. Yeah, I'm talking to you. You're like, oh, bitch. You're like, oh, bitch. I love him so much. Uh, <sighs> let's get racy. I, I, I mean, Spacey or, or, I mean, shit. Let's talk about Spacey rape. <laughs> oh, Kevin oh, Spacey. Man. Like, what happened this week? Like, what's happened in the last, like, two weeks? So far, mm-hmm. so far since Harvey Weinstein, Ben Affleck has been accused. Dustin mm-hmm. Hoffman has been accused. Uh, Kevin Spacey now has been accused. Kevin Spacey has been accused by uh, Anthony Rapp, who you may remember from Breakfast Club. I didn't even know he was in Breakfast Club until like yesterday. Which one was he? Uh, he's the, uh, I'm like the, the little white nerd. Um, 
Mm. Well, Why is head... Ginger? Right? Yeah. That's, that's no. him. Yeah. No. Uh, I'm gonna, uh, you know wow. what? Before I start spreading around fucking fake news, Anthony Rapp breakfast. Oh, that was Brian. Looking it up. Club. Breakfast Club. Not Judd Nelson. Like, that was who is this obviously... guy? You know? No, wait, wait, wait. Who is he from? I don't do acting. Anthony Rapp. Anyway, so Spacey, Spacey fucking got accused of raping him, right, when he was a little, little or touching him or trying to rape him. And, uh, and then and Spacey issues an apology or, 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 or what he calls an apology where he's like, you know, I don't remember this incident back when I was in my 20s. And um, even if I did, I'm, I'm still very sorry I was drunk and, and I don't remember it. Um, I've now, I, I've had relationships with men and women and now I decide to live my life as a gay man. Like he, he literally play he, he does the cardinal sin, according to Milo. Um, he literally fucking perpetuates the stereotypes that gay people rape little boys. Yeah. He just fed into it's... that fucking narrative. He fed into it. Well, I, th- I think, like, I think that's a great segue. Let's just go into the Milo clip. Um, and Milo Yiannopoulos is talking about Kevin Spacey. Um, obviously, Kevin Spacey, we're talking about him, um, allegedly. We have to say alleged because it's not proven. Uh, oh, allegedly, dude, um, tried, he, I mean, he apologized for it. He allegedly tried to sexually assault um, Anthony Rapp in 1986 when Anthony Rapp was 14 years old. Anthony Rapp actually is in Star Trek, the new movie or show. I don't, I don't fucking know. Uh, but, yeah, so this is what Milo um, says about Spacey, considering Milo has um, – a pretty pretty good history with uh, pedophilia. So here you go. Well, it's amazing that the left is eating its own like this and going for its own people. But what I found absolutely disgusting about his response, as somebody who's been a victim of that earlier in my life, is that his excuse was, oh, well, if I did it, I don't remember. It was a long time ago. I was drunk. And by the way, I'm gay, as a way of sort of saying, well, so I'm untouchable, so I must enter this victim class that you're not allowed to criticize. And in doing that, he conflated, and this is the one thing that I thought, you know, that the, the gay rights activist hated more than anything else, was conflating gay people with child molesters. That's exactly what he's done. I mean, he's, you know, he's, he's literally committed the cardinal sin of, uh, you know, gays in public life. As you know, people who are anti-gay, many people who are anti-gay, mm-hmm. do exactly that. They say that, that uh, I think in the past that was true. Gays can't have children, so mm-hmm. therefore they have to groom and. and I think list. I think in the past that was true. Was true. And what has Ke- what has Kevin Spacey done? Confirmed that bigotry. Mm-hmm. Confirmed that no, nasty insinuation. That horrible thing that goes off in the back mm-hmm. of people's minds when when some people's minds, not many these days, I don't think. Uh, maybe in the past that oh, if somebody's gay, there must be something deeper and darker and more sinister about them. Well, well, thanks, Kevin Spacey. And you know what it shows also is that um, he's appealing to this sort of liberal social justice victimhood identity politics stuff where if you're a member of a, of a protected class, you get special passes. And that's what I meant with the sort of Muslims can get away with anything. What I really meant was liberals molly, coddle, and panda. He fucking well, nails it, dude. He's fucking eloquent. Spot on as always. And, it's, and, he's, and he's pleasant to listen to. You know, I like that son of a bitch. He's fucking cool. Yeah, and and, and yeah. he's the only man in America that'll probably be happy with you calling him a faggot, Dylan. Oh, dude, he talked to join me and calling somebody way, a faggot. Dylan isn't using the word as a homophobic slur. He's using it to push Bobby Cuomo's buttons and to trigger him. Victory, you win. You know, no, gay, gay people are not faggots. Homophobes are faggots. 
The word has become synonymous with the lesser, but gay people are not lesser. That is my firm affirmation. Go fuck yourselves, anyone who thinks that I do not support gay rights. You're not faggot. Dylan, You're not Dylan, faggot. You call Milo. You call Milo eloquent. That was eloquent as fuck. And I'm, that's not even Stone Bobby talking either. That's just Thank that you. was that was a really good way of explaining why you say that word. Actually, that was fantastic. Well, the, I, I stole I stole synonymous with the lesser from Macklemore, so I can't take credit for that. Um, but oh, man, does, and, and, yeah, you, all your thing. points got taken away from listening to Macklemore. You're done. Oh, hey, you know, I don't put with radio. <laughs> Fuck you! I can't even I can't change the the channel. I can't see the screen. Old car, leave me alone. I'm sensitive about it. I'm kidding. <laughs> but no, dude, my, Milo nails it on the fucking head. He, you, you, you have people who have fought the stereotype for decades that I know personally that gay men like little fucking boys and they like to fuck little boys. Like that's that's not, not true. true. You know, there, there may and there may have been you know a lot of experiences for a young boy meeting a older gentleman that he started to have feelings towards. But it is on the adult to ensure that those feelings do not become actions. It's yeah, you don't you don't lunge on a fourteen year old boy in a hotel room, black right. and old spicy. Like, you know, I I can I can definitely tell you there were plenty of times as a child that I saw a real hot chick with a fat pair of tits, and I fucking stared because I'm a six year old that can get away with it. So there. You know, there's, it's not necessary. Or I'm, I'm a 12 year old that can get away with it. I'm a seven year old. It, there's kids looking at tits that it gets it, people get away with it. So when when Milo says, you know, I, I'm I'm a victim of pedophilia, and or however the fuck you can say it, and mm-hmm. he and then people turn around and say that he's a pedophile. It's like now you're saying that he is the stereotype that he literally was a victim of uh, I it's the Democrats are imploding no, and it's beautiful. No, the difference is Milo is a victim and the the mainstream media and hell Breitbart itself for letting him go. Um they all jumped down Milo's throat. He lost a book deal. It, it seemingly seemed like the end of his career, but through through his joking about pedophilia. Here we are Kevin Spacey and the first day that this story breaks you guys is the headlines are all Kevin Spacey comes out as a gay man. Kevin Spacey, you know, is is now living as a gay man. Like a lot of these headlines had nothing to do with the pedophilia. And right. um, oh, and here's then a, here's what, a, somebody else came out, right? Um, against Kevin Spacey. Yeah, like didn't um, the as, as far as I've out? heard, several members, several, several, several cast members of uh, Game of No, what the hell is it called? House of Cards have come out and said that he has um, made passes at them and tried to sexually uh, assault them. So it's, it's so, a and then after, after a couple of those came out, he, uh, he released another statement. I'm, I'm looking here. It says, Oh yeah, I forgot to mention that I'm trans. So he's living his life as a trans man. Now. <laughs> oh, trans gay no, man. I mean, that, well, that'll get him the ultimate pass maybe, but no, no, it's not. I mean, that's funny, but, but uh, no, Kevin Spacey trying to come out as a gay man while he's admitting, or or at least half apologizing, anyways, about a potential pedophilia case, is just an astonishing thing one man could do well, to the gay so community. So what I want to know opinion. is the the House of Cards cast that accused him of sexual advances was Homeboy yeah, just trying to get laid. 
Like, was he just, he was probably just trying to get laid. Like, that, that's the problem is, is like, if, let's say I were a single man and I go up and I see a pretty chick and I try and talk to her. Is, is that harassment now? Is that assaulting her? Am I, am hey, I no, doing something wrong by conversating? No, you're, no you're not. You're not. Hey, I, I, I want to clarify something. Um, um, Anthony Rapp was not in Breakfast Club. That's Anthony Michael Hall, and I'm an idiot. So, yeah. <laughs> Anthony Rapp was in Dazed and Confused, um, A Beautiful Mind, Rent, Open House, uh, Blackbird. Uh, recent movies would be Grind. Uh, I don't really recognize these. Not again, Grind, Opening Night. Yeah, I don't know this asshole, man. I, I watched A Beautiful Mind, but I don't even remember him from there. Um, I remember him from that, a couple of funny movies, but I just can't even name him off the top of my head. But, I mean, but just kind of this, there's, just to backtrack about about the the initial the initial covering of this whole Kevin Spacey thing, uh, just about him being gay and not being a pedophile. A pedophile. Uh, here's Mark Dice in a very funny um, segment that he uh, he did about Kevin Spacey and the liberal headlines. The liberal media is very conflicted right now. They're not sure whether or not they should celebrate Kevin Spacey coming out as gay or be horrified at the allegations that he tried to have sex with a 14-year-old boy. Anthony Rapp, an actor on the new Star Trek series, has come out and made some disturbing allegations about Kevin Spacey he says occurred back when he was 14 years old. I'm not going to show you what this actor says Kevin Spacey tried to do to him because it's just too disgusting. But what I am going to do is I'm going to show you how the liberal media is trying to spin this to to celebrate Kevin Spacey finally coming out of the closet. And we'll also ask the question, did Seth MacFarlane know that these kinds of allegations were swirling around Hollywood regarding Kevin Spacey? ABC News originally had this as the headline to their story. Oh, Kevin Spacey has come out in an emotional tweet only to later change it after the backlash because, well, that's not really the story. Reuters currently has the headline, Actor Kevin Spacey declares he lives life as a gay man. They may change this, of course, just like ABC did, but currently, right now, this is what it says. Oh, after years of refusing to address rumors about his sexuality, Oscar-winning actor Kevin Spacey said on Sunday he has chosen to live life as a gay man. I'm sorry, Reuters. That isn't the story here. You may- Oh, fucking shit. And people grab those screenshots, and then they fucking change it, and then now the screenshots look faked, and then... uh... I wonder how many more people in Hollywood are are going to come out or be exposed. I feel like there's a lot more people. I'm convinced everybody in Hollywood is either raping people or has been raped. That's it. No, no, seriously? Like, that's... That is a huge possibility, or that uh, I know I know pedophilia is huge in Hollywood, or just doing shit to get the next level. Well, think of how easy it is to wrap a kid up. Like you're in a movie theater, all these people are doing all these things for you. You're the star, and swoop, you're in a fucking corner getting raped. Like I just. Uh... Hey, Macaulay Culkin came out. You know, Corey Feldman came out. I mean, who knows? It's, it's countless. I mean, we should start a yeah. Macaulay Culkin definitely got watch, raped. Like a, he didn't get a role a with that face or something. Like, what, what's that website where people bet on who's going to die next? We should do that with who's going to get the next rape charge. <laughs> right? Is no, it going to be Tom Hanks? We don't know. Is I'm it gonna be so glad that I've never Anthony raped Rappaport. anyone. Michael Rappaport. Like, 
Do you know how glad I am that I've never raped anyone or tried to rape anyone? I'm glad because too. <laughs> going forward from here, right. I mean, I, never in my life can me anyone too. be like Dylan Nave tried to rape me. Um, no, no, he didn't. I think all, all of America is glad Dylan Nave has not tried to rape anybody. Yeah. No shit, then. Yeah, because I, I when would, we say I would when we say fuck Dylan Nave, we mean consensual. It's consensual yes, when we say fuck it's, Dylan Nave. Consensual fuck. <laughs> Maybe not on my behalf, but it's consensual at least on their behalf. <laughs> and I guess maybe when I say fuck Dylan Nave, does that mean I'm advertising? No, 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 I'm not doing that. No. Are <laughs> you prostituting on our show? Wow. Uh-oh, send me Bitcoin. No. <laughs> Bitcoin. <laughs> the Bitcoin trust fund. Yeah, send no, all your goodness. Bitcoin to me. No, I, I, I'll, I'll hold on to it. I'll make sure it stays safe. I don't even, yeah. I don't even know how Bitcoin works. Do I do I bite it? No, um, you spend it, you dumb son of a bitch. On how? <laughs> Twenty dollars worth of Bitcoin yeah. like five years ago is worth like six hundred now or something like that. Wow, pretty crazy. Well, I yeah. wish I was six years younger or something. I, that'd be nice. Yeah. Well, any anybody that wants to send triggered and divided some Bitcoin, you can follow our Facebook page. Let us know. DM us. We'll we'll hit you. We'll I hit can you get up. Bitcoin us- on Facebook. Yeah, well, you know, we got to get our contacts all set. You're going to hook up oh, with no, us. Oh, no, no, no. I can't get Bitcoin on Facebook. Really? No. Or you could just, you could call us up, 646-668-2950. If you're willing to give me some Bitcoin on air, I don't know how the hell you do it. But, uh, yeah, we're willing to accept. Also, yeah, also I want to give it. Uh, I want to give a shout out to a first time listener, Chad McClure in Pueblo, Colorado. I know you're listening. And, uh, What's up, Chad? Yeah. Chad? Chad. Yeah. Your Chad, name is Had with a C. Six six eight two nine five zero. Your your name's Had with a C. Or Chuck <laughs> with a D. <laughs> Ooh, cha cha cha. <laughs> well, your what, what name is Aura you? without the L. I I got nothing. Well, how about what's, Snoop D O Double? What are out of here? Yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> let's let's talk. Uh, let's talk Snoop about Mortician Snoop Dogg. So, apparently, Snoop Dogg put out, I guess, like, an album cover album or whatever the fuck of, um... Wait, what's it called again? Well, you were breaking up there. Okay, wait, can you guys hear me? Am I fine? Yeah, yeah you know. you're good. Okay, so, well, hold on, let me, let me back it up. Are, are any of you familiar with Ice Cube's album, what the fuck is it called, Death Certificate? And on the... Yes. Yeah, on the cover, oh, yeah. it's some guy in a body bag with the American flag draped over him, and on his toe is a toe tag, and it says Uncle Sam. Well, Snoop Dogg did the same thing, although it's called, um, the name of his album is called Make America Crip Again, and yeah. on the cover of his is the same thing, some guy in a on a gurney with a flag draped over him in a toe tag, except it says Trump, and I have a clip. <laughs> Yeah, but how do you know it's Donald Trump? You know? Well, true. Oh, get true. my f- fucking get bent, Bobby. You fucking twit. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Well, uh, the, some news station covered it. Donald I got Trump. Trump. What, if what if it's what if it's Donald J. Trump Jr.? What like, if it's Melania? Could be Ivanka. Yeah, what if what it's Aaron? What if it's Ivana Trump? Oh, fuck you. 
Well, let me play this uh, clip real fast. We can hear more about it. An album cover image posted to Snoop Dogg's Instagram account showing the rapper looking down on what appears to be the dead body of President Donald Trump has been removed. The cover of the Make America Crip Again album shows the rapper looking on as a body covered with a U.S. flag lies on a gurney with a toe tag reading Trump. The image is a play on the cover for the Ice Cube's 1991 album, Death Certificate. Snoop Dogg drew a rebuke from Trump on Twitter in March after releasing a music video in which he pointed a toy gun at a clown dressed like the president and pulled the trigger. Matt Yurse for CBS 11 News. He pointed a gun at the figure and then pulled the trigger. Well, obviously, what was the other fucking step? Like, it, <laughs> I mean, I just don't understand, like, Donald Trump used to be, like, a really big figure in, in, in hip-hop lyrics. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm certain, I'm certain of it that Snoop Dogg, like, uh, Little Wayne, um, Little Wayne did, Ice Cube did, um, there, who else? Do, there, there's, like, seven or eight instances where they, people talk about, Donald Trump and using him as a, you know, I'm making mad fucking money. I have all the fucking money I want. I run it all. I own it all. I'm fucking dope. Yeah. Like, do you remember never... the roast of Donald Trump? Yeah, that the roast? Snoop Dogg was at? Yeah, Snoop Dogg was on that shit, man. And they were friends and buddies and laughing it up. And now all of a sudden this dude wants to He was on him. Oprah, like... dude. He was on fucking Oprah. He was never Snoop Dogg racist. Was? No, I mean, no Donald Trump was, was on Oprah. Dude, he was never racist until he ra- until he ran against the Democrats. That's true. Yeah, well, I I, I told uh, I told my coworker Sean earlier this week about the Snoop Dogg story, and he freaked out. It was just like, and and he was just because he's not very political, but he was like, like yeah, like Snoop Dogg rapped about him, and then he he referenced that that whole roast. And I was like, you're right. This is crazy. Like, what did Trump do to Snoop since then? Like, what's up? Like. You could probably get a cabinet position somewhere. Like, well, I mean, we can go know. after Eminem, too, because Eminem has literally fucking said, I'll never go back on my fucking fans, and I'll never fucking, I, I don't know. He, he, so you're still butthurt about says, Eminem, huh? Yeah, dude, he may, he's saying to choose between me and the president. Like, obviously, I'm going to choose the president, dude. Like, you're a good rapper, but honestly, your best albums are behind you at this point, so I'm cool. <laughs> so hold up, hold up. You ain't never, you're never going to listen to Eminem again now. No, I never said that. I listen to Eminem every day. In fact, the other day, I I had him on for about three hours at work, dude. I, I love Eminem. I'm not going to choose between him. I don't have to. What's he going to do? Come take my fucking music? Suck a dick, dude. I'll fucking listen to it all I want. I didn't even pay for it, so fuck you even more. And I'm, I'm, I'm still going to... I'm still going to fucking vote for Trump, and then if you put out some music, I'm going to listen to that illegally for free, too. Fuck you. Like, I, I don't think he gets it. Like, we're the ones who made you. Fuck you. Dylan Nave, no chill, no fucks. <laughs> yeah, casually admitting to fucking music theft on, on live radio. Fuck it, I'm ballsy. <laughs> <laughs> fucking pirate, uh, fucking pirate over yeah, here. Yeah, no Captain shit, Jack dude. Sparrow. I torrent movies for free. I don't, I don't pay for movies. I fuck you. I go to Pirate Bay, suck a dick. <laughs> so then, did any of you guys listen to the actual Snoop Dogg song? No, I don't even. Fuck, I don't care that I much. Have, I have. I did not. I did not. Did you? That sucks. I didn't either. I, you know, I'm not big on Snoop, dude. I saw him live at Red Rocks once. 
And his best albums uh, are behind him too. Dude, his best albums are like behind all his kids. Chop it like it's hot. Chop it like it's hot. Chop it like it's hot. I did actually upload Snoop Dogg's new song. And I'm gonna oh, I wanna shit. play it here for you guys. Alright. Okay. Slick yeah. as fuck, Bobby. That was great. Damn, dude, I think that's a clip that's just gonna end up sticking around. Like we, we, we okay for those listening, we we have a list of clips here, and like we, we're just ready at any time. One of my favorites that's is talking my about clip how, long, life. how long, Clobby, how long, Clobby, Bobby's fucking little NFL protest lasted, and I like to bring it up. <laughs> Hell, I'll tell you what. When this podcast is over, I'm going to go and watch me the, the rest of the Broncos game. And, yeah. you know, and I, literally, I still, I still Bobby said that, that well, I still, what, I still support the Steelers. Five episodes ago, you, you were like, I'm, I'm, I love I'm football. Totally proud of the NFL. And then, and then you football. come back, oh, it's a stick. It's just a stick. Fuck you. <laughs> All right, look, you know look, what? look, look, look. Fuck I you. Thought, I thought I was going to protest. I thought I was going to protest it. But then the Bills started playing good. And I was like, oh, man. And then man, it just wasn't popular anymore. Yeah, nobody really cared anymore. It's not oh, that. Okay. I fucking love sports, dude. I watched every single minute of the World Series. Like, I, I just, I okay. love sports. I, I just want you to myself. say that you're oh, never going to protest sports like that again. I just want to say I'm very upset the Dodgers lost, and that sucks. Fuck you, Astros. Uh, I'm sorry, Laura. You a Dodgers fan. I just, just want to hear you say. Bobby, that you're not going to protest sports like that for something stupid. Are you kidding me? I was kneeling. I was. I wasn't kneeling. I was sitting for anthems before it was cool. Like the, right, the well, last yeah, time I'm I sure ever you were kneeling. I did. I did. I sat for Jay Cutler's first football game playing the San Francisco 49ers here in Denver in like 2005 or something like that. God, wow. And I didn't sit. And that was your and the moment. Whole no, I mean I had a lot of moments. My dad would get pissed at me because I wouldn't stand for the national anthem. But, like, I don't know. I just don't like standing for anthems. I think it's stupid. I don't have no allegiance to nothing. Like, I have an allegiance to the people I love. And, okay. you know. All right. Well, I mean, but you'll, yeah, definitely stand, you'll definitely stand for your football team, at least. I love the, I love the Bills. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah you'll stand them. for that. So, you do have an allegiance there. Thank God. Not an allegiance. Oh. I just, when they score, well, I'll stand, you dumb son of a bitch. All right. Well, since, since since we're talking about black black protests and and such with Colin Kaepernick, we're, 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 we might as well touch touch on the subject that you know. It's okay to be white. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so one, one more time for those of you in the back. It's okay to be white. And I made and sure it sounded as white as it could when he said, "It's okay it is, it is, to it be also, white." It is also okay to be black. It's okay to be oh, yeah. red. It's okay to be yellow. It's okay to be brown. Shout out Laura. It's okay to be uh, <laughs> pink. It's okay to be, you know, it's okay to be all, all kinds of colors. Like, but like, I love Fortune this week. Came out with this campaign. Like, the people on Fortune came out with this shit saying that it's okay to be white. 
which is kind of like a, like a catch-22 for anyone that gets pissed off about it. Because if you get pissed off about it, you're, you're doing one of two things. You're either saying it's not okay to be white, which is fucking racist. But then on the other, on the t- on the other side, it's, well, who said it wasn't okay to be white, right? Yeah. All lives matter on us. Again, all lives matter on us. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. So I posted about that. Oh my God. I think, I think that post alone has like 400 comments or something. Dude, like it's so fucking Oh my gosh. Yeah, Who's arguing with us? Us, oh, Noel, Noel Atkins or something? Hey, Noel yeah, Atkins. Yeah, Noel Atkins assumed my gender. Yeah, grow a set Probably of balls. Mister. I don't think you're. I don't know what you are, but six four six 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 eight two nine five zero. Noel Atkins, please call in because you spend so much time on my Facebook page. I think you're obsessed with me. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and, and you said you were never going to talk to Mr. Dylan. If you look on Facebook, my gender is clearly they. You must pronounce it mix. <laughs> Yeah, he's a he's a mix of cuck, um, Trump fucker. I got nothing. I, I no, it's M X. Don't you fucking appropriate my gender, Bobby? Whatever. Well, either way, <laughs> dude, it's so easy. Oh so, my god, it's so easy. Well, so, I oh, mean, oh, like, oh, it's okay to be a white thing, you know? Like one more. He's time. like, well, it's okay to be white. White. <laughs> so my response is that. Laura, Laura, I know you've been off of Facebook, but my response to my basic response to it's okay to be white is when we have role models in our world like Hillary Clinton, Kevin Spacey, Donald Trump, that you, you guys like him, but you know he's, he's not a great white role model for me. I mean, no, not Harvey at all. Weinstein, Anthony Weiner, all these horrible white role models out there, you know. And I <laughs> yeah. just want to tell the youth, you know, the, the white youth of America, you know, like despite having all these terrible white role models. It's it's okay to be white, dude. You know it's what? okay it's, it's, to be white. Yeah, it's that's right. A hundred percent okay. Take it from me, half white, half brown, Laura. It's okay to be that's right. Half white. Too. What do you think? It's okay to be beige. So okay, Laura. Let let me ask you then. What what make? Because this, this is a question that was being thrown thrown around Bobby's comment stream. What makes you white? That's what we were being asked. What makes you Good white? Credit. Well, what makes me um, white is my, my, my skin color. I don't fucking know. I got my, my skin good color. Does white. that make me white? Like I, I got, I got my little bit of low grade. I mean, Jay-Z's technically, I about credit. But okay, it depends. I, like, I don't even fucking know. I mean, okay. So oh, on what a makes you? What note, makes you half brown? Well, like, okay, like, on, on, like, a technical note, I mean, white skin makes you white. But then again, we'll have, what about albinos? And that's, that's Right, weird. but you, you, no. you, are, you are half and half. You, you, claim, you claim being half and half. You're half Mexican and you're half white, right? Not even Mexican, you fucking typical <laughs> racist. Yeah, you, wow, well, that's fucking racist. Brown. Okay, fine. That's you're, racist. You're Mexican and, 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 and you're that's white. unbelievable. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I guess I say I'm half and half because, you know, my mom, I mean... <laughs> I'm just, like, every brown thing. <laughs> no, but, like, so my I'm mom... not wrong? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, my mom's from Honduras. You know, she was born and raised. But my dad, my dad was born here, and he's Italian and Croatian, but his skin is white. So are you Hispanic? Know. Yeah, I guess I mean, I'm half. Is that the technical half term? Half Hispanic, pretty much. So, so here's the here's but the difference in white. 
I guess like my dad being white, but even though I don't have, even though I don't look white because my hair is dark, but some people have called me white. There are these people out there who fucking say, well, if you're not fucking black, then you're white. Because I've been called that by people many times. So I wow. mean I guess it depends on the on the person too. They're like you're too chola, like yes, I know, right? <laughs> you, yeah, right. <laughs> do that again. Do that again. Uh, you're too chola, dude. <laughs> <laughs> My sister Tamara is is she's she's Mexican, but she's very light skinned, and I swear to God, <laughs> every time I think of it, her accent, I'm just like, oh my God, <laughs> it's the funniest thing. <laughs> Shout out Tamara. I know she's not even listening. She Chola. Listen, but, um, <laughs> Chola. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, Chola, oh, yeah. Chola shave off their eyebrows a lot and sharpie them off. Um, and sharpie them yeah. on. And you know who else shaved their eyebrows is a guy named XXX Tentacion. Tentacion. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but XXX. Is it, is it like. Tentation, like like the X's make an S sound, like no, it's like ten, the way temptation. <laughs> the way you pronounce it is X X X, and then it's tentacion. Which tentacion, if you don't know, for the listeners out there, is temptation in Spanish. But people just so, call him X sex, for sure. It's like sex. And he's just like he's like he's like a like a politically like he. he he raps about political shit, but he's still a mumble rapper to me. Like it's just still mumble rap to me. Like honestly, he's he's political, but not but not so much. Like he is one of those those mumble rappers, you know, as you say. But his latest album, out album, one of my Asian eyes, his latest album, diversity, diversity, diversity. His latest album, Seventeen, that dropped in August, is actually really great, and it's more guitar and more singing and shit like that. Like Little and, Wayne, more guitar because that could be a bad thing. No, no, no like uh, more like indie alternative type type ish okay. feel to it. You it's remember when Little Wayne picked up a guitar, right? Oh my God! Please, let's forget about okay. that. It, I it, wish it's I didn't it's not always a good thing. Okay, it's not always a good thing. <laughs> uh, no, but but he did that, and he in X, he records and produces a lot of his shit, and um, I have a clip this week of them talking about how he said he was gonna quit music because I know he put it he's on done. Instagram. He's retiring? Yeah. I mean, I don't think he is. I mean, he's what? He's like twenty, twenty-one years old. I don't think he's gonna fucking. That's quit a long career, you know. But I have a oh, yeah. I have a clip here that Hard kind work. of. Moral, more or less explains why he said what he said. So let's see. Hard work. This month, troubled rapper XXX Tentacion made several big announcements about the future of his music career. One, he would be terminating his deal with Capitol Records, worth a reported six million. And two, he would not be making or releasing music. X stated that he felt quote mentally abused for trying to help people. He added that he was tired of the hate, and he was done. While a rep for Capitol Records told Complex that he's still signed to Caroline Capital Music Group, X might be backtracking on his quitting music for good statements. On Sunday night, X made two more announcements about his musical catalog on Instagram, advising fans, I'm deleting all of my songs on SoundCloud, download them while you can. 
But interestingly enough, he told fans that he would make music if Ski Mask the Slump God would be his friend again. Announcement. If you want me to make music, tell Ski Mask to be my friend again. Tell Ski Mask to be my friend again and I will make music. Tell him to be my friend again. X didn't give any details on why him and Ski Mask had a falling out. But if we had to guess, their relationship might be distanced because of their former beef with San Diego rapper Rob Stone. Ski Mask and X were on the same side during the back and forth, which resulted in Ski Mask getting jumped, X getting sucker punched, and a bunch of Twitter threats. Over the summer, Ski Mask talked about meeting X for the first time at a Broward Juvenile Detention Center with Hot 97, stating that he helped him record his first song. A group called Radio Clan in Florida. Then it's like, I'm at X in juvenile jail. We both was in juvenile jail spending time. Then we just was like, yeah, we need an outlet to just stop getting in trouble. All we like to do is hit licks and like do hood rat shit with our friends. Wait, so I, I think, I think they're fucking. So Ski Master Slump God is another rapper from Ski Broward Master County, Florida. Slump Shout out God. to Broward County. You look where I live. Anyways, so uh, they He's had a beef or whatever. He's got a song called Baby Wipe. Just throwing that out there. Ski Master? He's got a song called Baby Wipe. Yeah, okay. Ski Master does, yeah. yeah they, uh, <laughs> Baby they met in jail, and then when they got out of jail, they, they kind of made yeah, they music collaborated. They fucking. They're That's best how they friends. They met in jail, they fucking. <laughs> Yeah, bro, who, who knows? Be my friend again. Be my friend again, <laughs> Ski Mask. That's but a yeah, straight I mean, up fucking desperation call right there. No one dicked yeah. him down like no, Ski no, Mask. He's, like, he's not even like having a mutual friend. He's like, yo, everybody, like, go go tell them. Like, DM that motherfucker and, like, send a letter and be like, be his friend, bro. Be my friend like, again. It's worth it. Be his friend again. But, like, I, I'm going to quit Facebook unless Laura's my friend again. <laughs> no shit. I'm gonna quit Facebook unless Home Depot is shut down forever for good. I'm so, yeah, Home so Depot sick. with your trucks and your yeah. plywood. Yeah, tiki and your torches. Your your tiki torches and your 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 fucking uh, your garden Seriously, tools and Dylan, Laura, who the fuck in 2017 makes plywood? White fucking supremacist fucks. Unbelievable. You know <laughs> plywood. Well, and 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 they're, and they're already putting up Christmas decorations in 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 Home Depot. You know they, they got they got the Christmas decorations. We're not even in Thanksgiving. <laughs> Halloween Seriously. was like five days ago. Calm the fuck what is up with that? Who who needs like we went into, who needs PVC? What like we had a dude on 16th Street Mall in Denver try and beat the shit out of somebody with PVC. We don't fucking need Home Depot, dude. We don't need and he wasn't access LARPing. to screwdrivers. Yeah, we screwdrivers, um, 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 uh, drywall saws. Who, who needs cement? <laughs> concrete. Like, why the fuck energy. would you honestly oh, need yeah. Yeah. Seriously, why, why would you need a door? What, what, who, who needs a door? Why, why would you need to go buy a door? You, you why would go you need to a door fucking store. window or a bat or a like a, a toilet? Yeah, like what the fuck? Who needs sinks? Why should you be able to just go buy a sink? What if somebody bought a sink, <laughs> took it to the top of their apartment building, and dropped it on someone? <laughs> right? Like, yeah, in, uh, we need some sensible sink thing? control. I want to fucking scream. <laughs> I mean, what uh, if the guy, what if that shooter from, what if that, that Walmart shooter was shooting fucking Home Depot instead? I'd be, I'd be screaming conspiracy or something. True. Like, yeah, there's like, something here. Anyway, we, we should discuss just that, a Home that, Depot. the Walmart shooter. 
Um, I've, I've got only two clips. One's a little long-winded. It kind of goes over his neighbors in his home. Uh, but th- this this dude apparently literally just fucking walked into fucking Walmart, right? Pulls out a fucking piece, plugs three people, two die on the scene. One's rushed to a hospital to die later, and then just dips out with the crowd, like fucking gone. And Holy no shit, I I had just they're, they're blaming work. people with guns. Well, they're yeah, blaming they're people saying, who pulled out guns in Walmart. They're saying, yeah, well, and that's not necessarily a bad thing per se. They still caught him, um, but and of course this has turned into an anti-gun thing. But what what blows me is that this fucking this guy plugs these three fucking people and just waltzes right out. Like I I don't understand why somebody didn't shoot him. That's what gets me. But then they're trying to oh, say like he oh, he declared he he had a whole bunch of bankruptcy issues and shit. Um, uh, his neighbors are just well. I had uh, to where I don't know what kind of side of bed he woke up on, but uh, I'd say good morning to him, and my wife would say good morning to him, and he'd tell us both to go screw ourselves, and he just had uh, attitude <laughs> with people around here. Just his reactions. Uh, basically, all of what you say to him was the fact that uh, he can come back on you. And I noticed uh, there was a few times that people went in and did laundry. Uh, he would get pedoed because other people were doing laundry. And he couldn't get in there to his turn. Well, that Mr. Olsen was very quiet, um, never talked to anybody, um, kind of looked at you. So did he not talk like to anybody or talk evil, to like, himself? Like if you did something wrong when he would walk up the stairs and pass us by, he never talked to us. He didn't say excuse me or nothing. It was like he wanted to kick, his, kick us out of the way or something. He was always looking out the windows, which I'm across the field. Um, so we're at eye level and I could see, you know, that he was just being like paranoid <laughs> he's being paranoid he's looking out his window and she's like i could just you know he, he he was just being paranoid and like one person goes he didn't say nothing you know to nobody she goes she, he didn't say nothing to nobody and then this guy goes now you tell us to screw ourselves like he's, <laughs> know, he's paranoid I can't believe that. that's the first he's, he's i've ever paranoid. heard that yeah that, that, i'm cbs4 um, I've got one more clip by them, but it's crazy to me that on the same, that was one clip from CBS four where one person said that he didn't say anything to anyone. And the other person's like, he told us to go screw ourselves. And then out of the, then, oh, well, I saw him looking out his window and, you know, he was always really weird. He was just being paranoid. Uh, well, technically you kind of were being paranoid. He was looking out his window. He didn't shoot you up. Like, right. Right. I don't like you, he he can look out his window too, just like you. You're being paranoid like, why about are him looking out his window. window in the first place, type of thing. Yeah, too. why? Yeah, why are you checking up on him? Are you paranoid? Like, <laughs> uh, anyway, I got I got one more. This is a little long winded. They kind of go over like how how they how they bursted in, discovered him. It, it, it's kind of near Ocean's apartment and where he got caught. Police took him into custody at a stoplight at 72nd and Federal and Westminster in front of a different Walmart. Ostrom lives on Samuel Drive, just off the Boulder Turnpike. That is where we find investigator Rick Salinger. Rick, I am curious, what have you learned about this suspect? 
Well, Dominic, we got a look inside his apartment here earlier today, and there we found a sweatshirt that linked us to his job, where we found out he suddenly left his work yesterday. His past, we learned, also includes a bankruptcy and a minor criminal record for resisting arrest. But the charges that he is facing now are much more serious following his capture. SWAT team members were preparing to enter the apartment where the suspect lives. Suddenly, a car matching the description of the wanted vehicle passed by. They are stuck in traffic at a red light. They found 47-year-old Scott Ostrom. He was taken into custody without incident. He lived here at the Samuel Park Apartments in Thornton. Several residents remarked that he expressed dislike for Hispanics right to their faces. Oh, this is America. You oh. shouldn't be here. And, you know, hey, that's the way to treat people. It hurts. It really bothers me. And she looks at the camera and starts it crying. Does, it, it's, it's been bothering me. Crime scene investigators searched Ostrom's <laughs> third floor apartment. From a doorway, we could see Sorry. a sweatshirt from the roofing company job that he walked out on yesterday. There was also a Bible. No bed. Possible evidence, including a rifle case, was Bible. taken from the apartment. Neighbors said Ostrom liked to hunt and was very rude. If he seen a Hispanic person, he would tell him to get out of his way. All three who died here had Hispanic names. But for now, while Ostrom is accused of the murders, no motive has been revealed. What? When CBS4 spoke to Ostrom's boss at the roofing company about the comments made here regarding Hispanics, that boss said that he had heard nothing like that there. So who's being paranoid? The Hispanics? Like, oh, he just doesn't like Hispanics because he's a white guy that looks mad. He doesn't want to talk to anyone. Apparently, he told everyone. No. The, the guy, the guy that sounds like Teddy like from Bob's Burgers, there was white. And he said that that guy expressed hatred towards him. All right. And then the fucking other little Hispanic ladies that were talking, the two different ones, they were both saying that he didn't fucking like them. Apparently he didn't like anyone. Well, I get that. I don't fucking like anyone either. And I like that. That sounds like a grumpy old man, dude. Yeah. And, and, and he worked with uh, sheet metal. And so do I. So apparently I fit the description. Dylan. Are you giving what? us red flags right now? Should we just turn you in or what? For what? Like, what What the fuck am I going to do? Like, the worst I've ever done at a Walmart <laughs> is walk past that little red or uh, yellow vested faggot and be like, um, yeah, I'm not going to show you my receipt. And they're like, sir, you have to stop. And it's like, um, what, what are you going to do? Tackle me for not showing you my receipt? Go check the cameras if you think I stole something, dude. Go fuck yourself. Once again, the word <laughs> faggot is not to hate gays. Or anyone oh in the LGBT community. <laughs> I was again. like, I should text Dylan before the show to not use any slurs on the show. And it's Muslim. And it, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and anyway. So his neighbors, his neighbors are saying that he doesn't, he doesn't fucking like them. One neighbor says that he didn't talk to anyone. The other said he said. Get the fuck out of the way. A bunch of them are saying you don't like Mexicans. His boss said, I have no fucking clue about that. Seems to me he spent more time around his boss than his fucking neighbors, so he'd probably, you know, have a better idea if he likes Mexicans or not. And it doesn't seem like he had a problem. So, once again, the racial profiling is coming from the victims. And they're what? They're victimizing who? Themselves. Okay. <laughs> On and just say one more time. It's okay to be white.
so oh my god. Guys. Yeah. I just wish I had a neighbor that I said hi- hello to in the morning. And you told me to go fuck myself. That's great. <laughs> hey, like, good morning, funny. Dave. Go fuck, fuck yourself. yourself. Like, yeah. yeah. All right. I'm awake. Day at work. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, I think he's set to go to trial tomorrow or something or have a hearing. I don't know how courts work, but he's going to get something tomorrow done in a court. And and I'm, I'm sure they're going to try and turn it into a hate crime. What I hate to hear since, okay. We, uh, we're probably going to have a lot of people saying the death penalty for him. Obviously, he's killed three people. James Holmes, we have a lot of fucking anger sure. for shooters out here. But yeah. we also talked to it's Jeremy Sheets on this show. We, we've talked to Jeremy Sheets, and for those of you who don't know who he is, he's an inmate, living Colorado, death row survivor, former coworker of mine, and a friend. Um, and he was falsely accused of, of, um, of the death or of, of murder. Obviously, this guy is not innocent and I'm not saying that in any way that he is, but there is going to be a cost associated to the state when the DA takes him to trial for the death penalty. Like in the James Holmes case, we spent over three million dollars to try and put him to death for him to just sit in jail. So we wasted money right. and we're gonna continue spending money on him. What we should we have is 18, a fucking we spent eighteen million dollars on Timothy Timothy McVeigh's trial here. Eighteen million. And that's a slam dunk trial. Yeah, and and dude, with James Holmes, they tried putting him to death, and it didn't work. So he's got jail. Like it's it's just it's a waste. So before anybody starts saying like, you know, hey, we should just fucking kill him. Like, yeah, we should, but we shouldn't do it through a court system. Like it's obviously he fucking did it. I don't want him to fucking sit around in a cell for fucking years having to pay for him because he's killed three fucking people. Right. Like those, those people didn't deserve to die. And I definitely didn't deserve not to be able to go to fucking Walmart the other night because it's closed, dude. They got police cameras all over. It's closed. Like, this guy's ruined it. Like I said, I had to go to Home Depot for my soil. I couldn't go to fucking Walmart. Maybe that serves you right. Why the hell are you going to Walmart for soil? Really good, uh, well, Bobby just dropped, but we got a really good fucking uh, Walmart with a with a garden center over here, um, like whole outdoor fucking area and shit, and it's all the way on the other end of the parking lot, and I really didn't feel like driving. <laughs> <sighs> Leave me alone, Bobby. But hey, since since Bobby's going to be back here in a minute, he just dropped for some reason. We're going to yeah, go ahead and go yeah, over. I got, I got dropped, I got dropped. We're going to go over Antifa one more time and the revolution summary for yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking love that. Hey, hey, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Can I just, I just want to make one comment just about the, just to finish up about the Walmart shooter real quick. So I got dropped, my call got dropped. Um, I just want to say that if we had all the same information that we do about this guy that we did about Steven Paddock, I'm going right to Mm -hmm. Vegas, going right back. It would make sense. It would make fucking sense. This guy hated everybody, telling his neighbors to go fuck themselves. I mean, of course that guy's going <laughs> to fucking shoot 60 people. You know, like... Uh, Did anyways, they release uh, a video on the Walmart shooter or no? Um, I, I don't mean, know. There's, 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 CBS 4 is the local station here that I was catching most of it from, Laura, so you can just look that up. They've got a All whole right. bunch of video of him and shit. Uh, they've actually got video of the SWAT people. Like, the, the news station was there when they were about to raid his home and they fucking literally just like all like looked at a red car that passed and jumped like fucking sides of the vehicle, like black water and everything rolling oh, up God. to this fucking dude. Like, dude, I'm not even kidding. 
Pecos is the street that he fucking lived off of. It's like Pecos and then Samuel is the next street on 72nd. 72nd runs east and west. He was driving uh, westbound on, on 72nd towards Federal, the next major road. And he literally just made it to that stoplight and they just pulled up behind him. Like, it wasn't a big chase. This dude literally drove uh, 35 fucking miles an hour with, you know, gas stations and corner stores and shit around him and, and, and a couple apartments. It wasn't like a high-speed hey. chase. Like, this dude was just chilling, saw them. He's like, I'm fucked. And he's like, I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, guys, yeah. hey, I want to interrupt you guys. Um, right as we speak, there is a multiple people are dead in a mass shooting in a church what? in Texas. No way. Right oh, my God. I have to look this oh, up wow. right Sutherland now. Springs Church in Texas. Holy estimating twenty fuck. estimating twenty four dead. Holy what, shit! What happened? Say it again with the truck. What happened? Um, Texas County Commissioner tells NBC News there are a lot of fatalities at church shooting, estimating twenty four dead. The shooter is deceased. Holy shit! Wow. Okay, well you heard it first here on Trigger and Divided. Um, we're definitely bringing live news for the first time. Last seven minutes of the show, though. Uh, Wish this shit could happen at, like, 8 o'clock this morning. That way we could pull up and be like, yo, two fucking hours ago. But holy way to be shit. selfish, Dylan. Yeah, this is crazy. <laughs> I want to be the scoop at least first, 24 man. dead, though. Wow. And all of a sudden, I'm on, I'm on Facebook, you know, just posting shit for the show. And all of a sudden, CNN is, you know, they're live above Sutherland Church. And, and I was like, mass shooting. I was like, holy shit. Well, um, so far. You got another one. Um, so far, there isn't really much to say about it. Um, the FBI is responding to the scene. The shooter was killed after a brief chase. Um, blah, blah, da, da, da. Yeah, I don't know. This is... Insane. I think Bobby dropped again. That's um, fucking crazy. That, he yeah. Dropped, he dropped in shock. He's like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I I mean I'm, I, I'm I'm a little speechless now. Like the, the I guess yeah. we're gonna find out was the revolution a day late or is this just another ISIS asshole test in Texas? Because last time wasn't it also at a Walmart and he didn't even make it past the fucking parking lot, right? Yeah, and honestly, like all these shootings, I'm not even surprised. But I'm like I'm surprised, but I'm not surprised type of thing. It's like yeah, it's, same it's 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 just sickening. Yeah, it really is. It's same. It's uh, at the same time it's same shit, different day, but it's it's like horrible. Like everyone. So let's why let's take a poll right now. What do you think? What do you think we're gonna come back and talk about next week? A white guy doing it or a Muslim doing it? My money's on a Muslim. You know, my it's a church. I feel like it's a white guy. Yeah. First Baptist church. Yeah. Too. Yeah, I, I feel like I, I I put my money on the white guy, but I think that's just me hoping okay. it's a white guy. Now, now, now let's now let's ask: Do you think ISIS is going to take responsibility? I don't know. I mean, this is it's. I mean, I'm processing this right now. I mean, even though it's like the same shit, different you know, different thing, like different place, it still shocks me every single time. You know, like when you right. get like, a combination again, of. Like I mean, it's one thing. I hate, I hate to say it like this. You know, it's one thing if it was three dead in Walmart. It's another thing when it's 24 dead in a church. You know, it's it's just it has a different feel to it. It's more ugly, you know? Well, yeah, more this grotesque. is at a church. Like, there was really nothing going on. Now, what if it's an atheist? Oh, fuck. 
Well, like lashing out against the church or something. Yeah, I, I just hope not. You know, like you just like either way, screaming out. Either way, you know, I'm an atheist, but like the last place I want to go to 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 disrupt peace is at a church where people are looking for something bigger than themselves to help them get through whatever it is they're trying to get through in their life. You know what I mean? Like I talked yeah. about God, but. Well, wow, well sober way to end the show, guys. Song for yeah, it's sobering. Well, yeah. we'll definitely be talking yeah. about this next Sunday, so definitely be here yeah. for that. Absolutely. Shit. All right, guys. Well, it's almost uh, almost time to go. Every week, you guys can catch us here six four six 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 eight two nine five zero. Look us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, send us some snail mail or Bitcoin. That's an option now. Uh, we got yeah, one. Fucking idiot. Um, if you guys want to tell us to fuck ourselves next week, join us. We'll be here from 11 Mountain Standard Time to 1 p.m. If you guys want to talk about some subjects, go ahead and give us a message yeah. on Facebook. And everyone in Texas, but, be safe. Be shit. safe. Yeah, no kidding. Protect the people. Shopping. Protect the people you love. Yeah. yeah. For real. And always carry. Anyway, I'm Bobby. I'm Bobby. Ha ha ha. I'm Dylan. That's what? Bobby and Laura. <laughs> See ya. So good fuck. Catch you guys next week. Peace. Thank you.